This December 16th and 17th, Northwest Valley Baptist Church presents A Walk Through Christmas, a special night of fun and excitement for all ages. Come and see the live nativity scene with animals and narration. Listen to live Christmas music and caroling while enjoying hot chocolate and coffee. Take part in crafts for kids and explore our candy cane forest. Take a complimentary family picture at one of our photo booths. Get your free tickets at walkthroughchristmas.org or go to Eventbrite and search Walk Through Christmas. It is God that supplies for His people. And can can I just remind you of that? We must trust God for our daily provision. Elisha had to do that in the Old Testament. The prophets had to do that in the New Testament. it's, It's really interesting. Folks, we have daily need. I'm Celeste Montague. Welcome to Dare to Stand, a radio ministry of Northwest Valley Baptist Church in Glendale, Arizona, featuring the teaching of senior pastor Dr. Kevin Shaw. Dare to Stand is on the radio to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ to all who will listen, to carefully teach the truth of God's Word, and to encourage a healthy lifestyle of worshiping and honoring God. For more details about Dare to Stand or the ministry of Northwest Valley Baptist Church, please visit www.daretostand.org or call the church at 623-581-3115. You can receive a free MP3 copy of today's message or the entire series in MP3 format for a small fee by contacting the church. Well, we continue our study of the life of Elisha, the prophet, who took the mantle of the role of prophet of God after Elijah. And today we bring you part three of a message titled, Our Daily Bread. Let's listen as Dr. Shaw picks things up by talking about the very practical miracle of making something good to eat. He is the one that makes it palatable. He's the one that makes it safe. He, isn't it interesting? He is the one that is, provides what is necessary for sustenance in time of need. They needed to eat, and this is what they needed to eat. And so he's the one that made it safe. Not only did it make it safe, he, he's, he's the one that gives our bodies the ability to use the food that we do eat. Because you know that some food, for some people, they can handle it, and some food for other people, they can't. And God makes our bodies, gives our bodies the ability to use what we need. That is the gift of God as well. I, I, you say, Pastor Shaw, you're just dealing with these basic things of life. We can't forget to remember. We can't, we can't forget that He is the one who provides the most important things for us every day in life. He also gives us providential protection in time of need. There are some times when we just need his protection, we just we have to close our eyes and trust him. I, it, this this reminds me of the idea. Okay, okay, you're one of the prophets, and you sit down and and you have to eat, and the prophet says to eat, so you eat. 
every Christian ought to go to the mission field at some point or another. I mean, you ought to go someplace where the food that is set before you is completely foreign to you and you have no idea what is in it. And of course, there are some people that are asking, well, what's in that? I don't know if I, I you know, you, I, you, you can't ask all of those questions. You do by faith the gracious thing and you eat what is set before you. Where, as my youth pastor said, when we go to, go to the mission field, he would say, where he leads me, I will follow. What he feeds me, I will swallow. <laughs> it's, it's, it's trusting him. And we have to do that in all areas of life. One of the most precious passages of Scripture I have found in Psalm, Psalm 4. It says in Psalm 4, the end of the verse, There may be many that say, Who will show us any good? Lord, lift thou up the light of thy countenance upon us. Thou hast put gladness in my heart more than a time when their corn and when their wine increased. I will both, here it is, this sense of trust, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep, for thou, Lord, only makest me to dwell in safety. See, we get so worried about whether it's safe, whether it's not, whether, and, and you ought to use common reasoning, but there are times when you just have to, have to trust him. We're doing a backpacking trip when I was in high school through the Superstition Mountains. And, uh, and so we, I, I think it was about a week that we were backpacking. And it was, you know, all these people that had really never done this before and all kinds of amazing looking packs and huge packs and you know, people not particularly prepared, people bringing cans of food and, I don't know, just all kinds of stuff like that. And I remember one of the hardest things, though, was trying to find in the desert, in the Superstition Mountains, a comfortable way to sleep at night. Because, I don't know if you figured this out by now, we live in the desert, there are rocks everywhere. And it's, and it's just hard to sleep on rocks. And I was tired. And I wanted to sleep. And so I'm, I'm laying, rolling around and I see this, this rock. It's this big rock. And there's this kind of cut out area underneath. And there was sand under this big rock and a hole in the back that looked like some animal's home. And I remember this verse going through my mind. I'm going to lay down and sleep. Lord, you're going to have to make me dwell in safety. And, and I crawled under that rock and stuck my feet in that hole and forgot about what was in there and went to sleep. Because I was tired. It, you say, well, what about snakes and scorpions? They probably crawled all over us. All over, you know, you're sleeping out in the desert, desert. There are all kinds of things going on at night. But it's God that makes us dwell in safety, isn't it? It's God that provides for us. In the end, we find ourselves in situations in life and our safety, our well-being, depends not on the circumstances, not on ourselves, but on Him. And so He's the one that makes it good, but He's also the one that makes it sufficient. Let's go back to uh, 2 Kings chapter 4. 2 Kings chapter 4. So they ate the food that was in the pot, and it was fine. 
You say, well, did a miracle occur? It seems like it did. It doesn't directly say a miracle occurs. It just says he threw the flour in the pot and they all ate it and they were fine. So that's what, what they did. Let's go to the next. And so there came a man from Baal, um, Baal Shalisha uh, and brought the men of God bread from the first fruits. Now, it's interesting. First of all, he's bringing them, there, there's this famine in the land. So there, there can't be that much that is growing. But of what is growing, the people in the land, at least there were some of the people in the land, that thought enough of the Old Testament law to make a first fruit offering. But it also seems that there were not enough priests actively doing the work of the priests, that they didn't take it to the temple, or they didn't take it any, I mean, they, they did what seemed to make sense to them. They gave the first fruits offering to the men of God that they knew, which were the prophets. And so this man comes and he's bringing bread and grain of the, the first fruits offering, the gift of the people. But the gifts of the people are not sufficient for the prophets. And so you, you have this famine of the land and you have this, this food that is given by the people. And there's 20 loaves of bread and a few full ears of corn or grain in the husk still. And Elisha says, Give it to the people that they may eat. <laughs> but the, the servant is embarrassed. He says, you, you want me to put this out before them? Have you ever been in that situation in life? Where you're probably in a situation where you should be a host or a hostess, and you should be providing for people, but what you have to offer isn't much. And it's embarrassing even to put, them, put it out. And, and our human tendency, especially our adult tendency, is to say, well, if it isn't enough, I'm not even going to bother to set it out. If it doesn't meet my standard of being enough or being sufficient or even for some looking good enough or being good enough if it's not you know if it's a little bit overcooked my wife and I have an ongoing discussion about whether cookies are overcooked or not the ones that she thinks should go in the trash I think are just right so you know you know you want to it's it's just it doesn't quite meet your standards it's not enough and then, so we say well we can't but here the prophet says, no, you just put it out. Think with me for a moment. 5,000 people on the hillside, and there's not enough food to feed them. And they bring this boy who has the five loaves and two fishes. Now, I have a hunch that maybe there was no other food anybody had. But it seems to me if one boy had his lunch, there was probably somebody else too. I love that God does miracles with food to meet people's needs and uses a little kid to do it. Stay tuned. Dr. Shaw will be back with more. You're listening to Dare to Stand, a radio ministry of Northwest Valley Baptist Church and part three of a message titled Our Daily Bread as we continue a study of the life of Elisha the prophet. 
Visit daretostand.org to find out more about Dr. Shaw's church or this radio ministry. Many in our community struggle with addiction. Here's Dr. Shaw to talk about an addiction recovery ministry at his church called Freedom That Lasts. Hello, this is Kevin Shaw. Are you or someone you know dealing with the agony of an addiction? You cannot change what you do until you let God change who you are. Freedom That Lasts is a discipleship ministry of Northwest Valley Baptist Church that applies the life-transforming principles of the gospel and Christian growth to the problems of life-dominating sins and addictions. All of this happens in an atmosphere of love and accountability. If you would like to know more information about this important ministry, give us a call at 623-581-3115 or visit our website at daretostand.org. Go to the homepage and click the Discipleship Connections button. Thanks, Dr. Shaw. If you would like more details about the addiction recovery ministry called Freedom That Lasts, please contact Northwest Valley Baptist Church at 623-581-3115. And now let's get back to our study as Dr. Shaw talks more about the miracle of the loaves and the fishes. Here's our teacher. But they couldn't find anybody willing to offer anything. They couldn't, they couldn't find it. So they have this, but here's a boy. See, the boy doesn't know better. He doesn't know enough to say, well, what I have isn't enough. So I'm just going to keep it for myself. He doesn't know enough to say, well, you know, I, this would be embarrassing to offer this to all of these people. He just doesn't, he doesn't know enough. So he just gives what he has to Jesus and lets him do what he wants with it. See, and the, the servant here says, he says, give, Elijah says, give unto the people that they may eat. And the servant says, what, should I set this before a hundred people? Should I put, uh, you have a hundred people and you have 20 loaves. And when it's 20 loaves, this is, this is 20 Middle Eastern loaves, not 20 Fry's grocery store loaves. You know, a, a loaf was like a bun. It just, it's just like a little bit. And so he says, I'm going to put this, I'm going to put this where each one of these loaves is a serving for a person. And probably a not enough for an entire meal. And I'm going to put 20 of these out before 100 people and say, hey, go at it. I'm reminded of the two men going to the temple to pray. Silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, I'll give you. What I have, I'll share. What I have, I'll give. And so they set it out. And and here's what the prophet said. The prophet said, they're going to eat. And there's going to be leftovers. And they ate. And there were leftovers. So he set it before them. And they all, and they ate. And left thereof according to the word of the Lord. He made it enough. You say, well, well how did that work? What was the detail? This is the, one of the things about miracles in the Bible. They don't show the t- God doesn't show the technical ways in which it works. See, we don't know for sure if this was a miracle of expanding the supply like Jesus did beside the, the sea when they had five loaves and two fishes, but when they're finished, they have 12 baskets full left over. 
We don't know if it was expanding the supply or was simply a very little bit met the need. And it was just what normally would not be sufficient was sufficient for their bodies for that day. I don't know. But here's what I do know. God made the supply satisfy the need. The Lord is my shepherd. I will not lack. The Lord is my shepherd. See, this is, this is, the way, this is a glorious way to live. So let's, let's take the application of this principle. So be wise. Plan. Be good stewards. Don't be wasteful. Use what you need to use when you need to use it. You think about what God gives us. You think of a soldier going into battle. It's Memorial Day. We think about the soldier going into battle. And one of the things that he's given going into battle is a, the, the commodity of the war, which is bullets. Right? So he's going into battle, and you can have one soldier, you know, in the first five minutes, fire every round that he has, and he's all done. Don't waste what you have. But then there's the soldier, when he comes out of the battle, he has almost everything he had when he went in the battle. And that's a problem too, isn't it? Use what God has given us as He wants us to use it wisely. Take what God has given you and invest it for eternity. Spend it. Use it. In, use it in a wise way. And, and, and then don't worry. Say, well, I'm just so worried, so I'm, I need to hang on. I need to make sure that I have enough. Can I just remind you what Jesus said in the same passage where we started out? Let's just turn there. As Jesus was were talking to the disciples, as he was sending them out to serve, trying to explain to them how, the way, how things should work in the world, this is what Jesus said, beginning in Matthew chapter 6. Verse 25, he says, therefore, remember this, and this follows verse 24, which is don't serve, don't have two masters. Here's what he says, therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat. It's don't, now the idea here is not to, it's not about not planning, but he says, don't worry. Don't worry about what you're going to eat or, or what you're going to drink or what's for your body, what you put on. For, for It's not life more than meat or food and, and the body more than raiment, clothing. Behold, the fowls, of the, the, the birds of the air, they, they don't plant seed, they don't reap, they don't gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much better? Doesn't He love you more than them? See, He owns all of this. If he, if he provides for the animals, He can provide for you too. Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit to His stature? How many of you can think yourself taller? It doesn't work. I've tried it. You, you, you can't do that. And why take you thought for raiment? Consider, consider the lilies of the field. 
how they grow. They don't work, they don't toil, they don't spin. Yet I say unto you that not even Solomon in all of his glory, Solomon in all of his glory was not clothed or arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow shall be cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, take no thought saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Be worried about it. Wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles... This is, this is, this is what the people who don't know, don't know God, this is what they're worried about. See, when they have no sense of who God is, this is what, this is what drives them. Because they're worried about the future. Dr. Shaw makes a great point here. People of faith can gladly receive miracles from God, but people of no faith are too worried about the immediate need to consider a miracle is even possible. What about us? Do we trust God to provide? Dr. Shaw will come back in a moment. Stay tuned. You're listening to Dare to Stand, a radio ministry outreach of Northwest Valley Baptist Church in Glendale, Arizona, where our teacher, Dr. Kevin Shaw, serves as senior pastor. Northwest Valley Baptist Church is located at 4030 West Yorkshire Drive in Glendale. That's just south of the 101 at 40th Avenue. Come visit our new worship center. Sunday worship service is at 930 a.m., Adult Bible studies and Sunday school for all ages are at 11 a.m. and Sunday evening service is at 6 p.m. Child care is provided for all services. Wednesday evening activities include prayer meetings, children's and teens programs. Northwest Valley Baptist Church also offers a quality traditional Christian education for your children, grades K-12, through at Arrowhead Christian Academy, located right on the church property at 40th Avenue and Yorkshire Drive. For more details about the church, kids' programs, this radio broadcast, or to register your kids for Arrowhead Christian Academy, please visit www.daretostand.org or call 623-581-3115. If Dr. Shaw's teaching is a blessing to you, we encourage you to visit daretostand.org. Consider supporting this radio ministry with a tax-deductible donation of any amount. Your donations help to keep Dr. Shaw on the air. We would love to give you free copies of Pastor Shaw's teaching and minister to you personally. So please call Northwest Valley Baptist Church today, 623-581-3115. Let us serve you in any way we can. You're always welcome to visit Sunday morning services at 930 or Sunday evening discipleship at 6 p.m. And don't forget, Dare to Stand airs Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. on this same station. I'm Celeste Montague inviting you to join us next time for more in our study of the life of Elisha the prophet. And now, here's Dr. Shaw with some closing thoughts about trusting God to meet our needs. We'll see you next time for more right here on Dare to Stand. For your Heavenly Father knows 
that you have need of all of these things. It isn't that he doesn't, he says, oh, you don't need those things. He knows you need them. He knows exactly what your needs are. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. Isn't it interesting that verse in that context? Therefore, take no thought for tomorrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient today unto the day, today is the evil thereof. Worried so much about what's going to happen tomorrow. We have enough problems today. Let's trust God to meet our need today. And so, just, just a very simple principle here. Give us, Lord, this day our daily bread.